Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Hey, hey. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Last Chat. Hey, T. Hey, Lisa girl. How you doing? You got it right on the first try. It is Thursday, so that means it is time for Last Chat. <laughs> yes, this is our mind, body, and soul Thursday. So excited. We have two fabulous guests on here today that are sure, they are sure to stimulate your mind, body, and your soul because we're about to talk some girl talk and get real spiritual and deep here on the chat. Oh, that sounds good because sometimes, you know, at least you need that. You just need to, to come in and just get that hum going. So I'm excited about it because I've had that kind of day where I need to end it on the Mind, Body, and Soul segment from this chat. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Who we got today, T? We got two authors. Who we got today? Uh, I know we got oh. um, Roger Neal. Right, and we have Colleen Williams. Now, that's a name that I can pronounce, so we're not jacking that name, that name up. Because you know the ladies of Let's Chat can yeah. jack a name up. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> so I'm excited to get to know these two authors and hear what they've been up to, for them to stimulate our mind, body, and soul, as well as our listeners. So I'm excited, and I hope our listeners are just as excited as we are. Absolutely. And here on the chat, we love to celebrate literature the royal way. Our platform is a free platform. So if you would like to be a guest on Let's Chat or you would like to sponsor the show itself, make sure you send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. 
Yes, and in addition to what Lisa just said about Let's Chat, in addition to celebrating Literature Warrior Way, no matter what the genre may be, our show allows all avid readers and authors, and we've had musicians and rappers and politicians and lawyers, you name it, we've kind of had it here on Let's Chat. You know, we interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. We love feeling an author's and an artist's passion and, and know why it is they do what they do. So we just been ready to sit back and get stimulated with our great artists tonight, Rhonda Combs Nails and Colleen Williams. Yes, I'm so excited. I love when we do our mind, body and soul segments. Um oh, Alicia. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm driving, I done got on the wrong freeway, I think. I hope not. Okay, you need that mind, body, and soul, Lisa. Yes, I've been so busy today, so busy, so many great things happening. I'm really, really excited about all the things that are happening. Uh, I did a lot of stuff today, so great meetings, great everything, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good thing. And if you'd like to sponsor this chat, you know, we have our sponsor, Mr. Peter Mack. Uh, just reach out and uh, we'll give you that information on our next break. But if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, I, I've never emailed myself, so it's always hard for me to remember my email. But I believe it's the radio, the chat radio show at gmail.com. We have two packages. We have an individual package as well as a sponsor package. So if you're interested in becoming one of our sponsors, just send us an email and we will take it from there. Now we also have some great books that we like to get have you guys get into your library. Uh, anything from Reese World Publishing. They got some awesome books. We're gonna try to do it in segments because there's so many, you know, great reads out there. But just to start you guys off, we have a uh, pre-order coming up with Push the Limit from Arthur Battle. That's just one of many that's coming out of Reese World Publishing. We also have Black Rose. That's a good one. I really like her pen she, she just came out with a bang. Yes. I really like Black Rose. Pen girl. Yes, we have Laces, and we also have Tasha Zemay. Look, that's Consequences 1 and 2, and Through the Fire, all available on ebook and on paperback. Now, Chris. Push to the Limit will only be an ebook version because uh, it's a short, but he did a good job mm-hmm. in putting that book together. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. You also want to make sure you check out J.B. Sample. Yes, she has that College Life series as well as a fabulous Teresa B. Hamilton. I'm sorry, Teresa B. Howe. She has mm-hmm. that church life. And Shakima has Mafia Mamas, as well as the fabulous Zoe Truth, who is working on something new. So I'm so excited. Oh. But she has, she has um, the Dirty uh, Little Secrets. Yeah, the yeah. Girl's Diary of the Dirty Little Secrets. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yes, we are. And don't forget to pick up anything on the Nini Capri Presents. 
you know, she has some fabulous books. She just had a release. Author Lance McNeil just had the last release not too long ago. So make sure you guys one click that, and I believe Ted Zach will be coming. And um, also pick up our sponsor's book, Mr. Peter Mack. He has a fabulous series going, and part four will be dropping shortly. And you can get caught up in the world of Brock James. I absolutely love that series. I'm driving y'all. So I'm not sure. I'm okay. Keep going, see. <laughs> okay. And I wanted to let you guys know that Alicia has a phenomenal workshop weekend coming up in March at down in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, it's going to be the weekend of March 4th. She has a great lineup of authors, and it's kind of it's a meet, a diva's lunch in literature with three and meet featured authors, yes. and she's doing Great work on that. Yes, we have um, 13 great authors. Uh, it'll be March 4th at the Marriott, at the um, Atlanta Airport Marriott. So excited. Mm-hmm. A portion of the proceeds will go to um, a nonprofit called When I Grow Up, which benefits mm-hmm. young women. Um, it teaches them how to just, actually it teaches them some of everything, and that's Kirsten mm-hmm. King. She, she does everything. I love anything where you're going to love on the kids, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's very important that they are loved on, and so mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And then on Sunday, which is March 5th, um, Victoria Christopher Murray and Rashonda Tate Billingsley are going to do their Writers Pro Workshop. Mm-hmm. And if no one's ever had a chance to get into one of their workshops, this will be so, so awesome. Alicia and I had the pleasure of attending one of her online editing classes. It was a four-week course. So that long of a course is going to be taken uh, and given to everyone in five hours on that Sunday. March 5th, so make sure you guys register. You can get your information at eventbrite.com slash Diva's List Luncheon and Literature. Uh, just look on Alicia on my page and pick, click on the link, and it will take you right to it. Uh, there is an early bird special, so make sure you get it before the 1st of 2017, and after that, the prices will go up. So take advantage of that early bird special and register and reserve your seats. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to kick in the chat room door with our first guest. Okay. Let's do some of that Bebo singer. We love his singer. He doesn't just write books. He is an artist through and through. So we're going to take a break and play that Bebo. He's Yeah. He wants the key. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I want the keys to Bolivia. She turned Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on. One line at a time, one snore and she gone. Like glass jars, use the whole whiff. 
loved one with and I'm gone. Shorty like my body. Set my name first, gonna make up. Going the same purse, we out here on the grind. She got the same thirst, I got her mind, body, and soul. Three round burst, my soldier in heels. The breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that. She want my attention and she know it's time to be back. I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Block. Hump like handles till she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thigh. I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice. Taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife. So all them shots be misses, bitch. You a life. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Yeah, how you doing love? What's your name, number and sign? You so divine, let me look at you from behind Yeah, your body banging, coke bottles some type of model, digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow, got my attention, you got my head spinning, the kind of feeling, that got you tripping so revealing, mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing, I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing, the poor taking Szechuan State, and take a break from the day to day, we can get away on a holiday, vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting, chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion, hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer, baby tell me how that sound, I want the finer things in life, A1 weed, papers and pipes, and we can get it right. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Everybody get doing this evening. What's been cooking? Well, um, oh goodness, since the last time. Um, well, I have a new book coming out. Actually, it just came out, just got released last week, so I'm excited about that. Um, 2016 has truly been um, interesting, I think, for everybody. Um, but we have almost made it, so I'm happy to uh, just finally get this project off my off my table and allow it to be a blessing to to other people. So I'm really excited to share it with you guys. 
That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about the book that just came uh, out. Yeah, so this is the second um uh this is the second copy of uh, Organized Obstacles, the second edition. And the first edition dealt with uh you know, uh just being an underdog and how do you overcome obstacles. Um and so uh, all the uh titles of the books are, are called Organized Obstacles, they just have a different theme. And so the theme in this one is dealing with weight loss and how uh, myself and, and, and uh, seven other women, how are we able to lose these weight despite the circumstances that um, we, were, we, we had gone through? Um, like I, myself, I was going through a separation and divorce while I was trying to lose weight. Somebody else had back-to-back pregnancy. Somebody else, I mean, they had been overweight their entire life. I mean, every story chronicles something different that somebody can identify with and how not only how we're able to lose the weight but keep the weight off and, and all that good stuff. So that's what this this edition is about is about um, laughing in the face of impossible um, dealing with weight loss. Absolutely. And what made you tackle this particular um, issue? Because it is an issue for both men and women uh, of all ages. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, it's uh, you know not been you know extremely heavy my whole life, but I, you know, what they call big bone, sick <laughs> my entire life, but I knew that I was getting to a point to where it was unhealthy. And so that coupled with, you know, a lifeless marriage was just not a good recipe for, for success. And I have a teenage daughter who was looking at me and um, I didn't want her to see me in the light of just, you know, just continuing to, to go downhill. And, you know, during the, the uh, you know, during the length of my marriage, it was just, um, I lost myself, you know, I didn't I didn't realize who I was as just as a woman. We're just we're phenomenal mm-hmm. creatures just in and of itself and to lose yourself and to uh, uh, and for him to allow me to be lost to continue to be lost. I just wasn't going to have it anymore. And so the first item on the table was losing weight. And so um mm-hmm. I was I was almost pressed and forced into that just because my doctor said, "Listen, you are you are um you are on the way to being obese. You're like on the low end of being obese. And I said, what do you mean low end of mm-hmm. being obese? I don't, I don't feel fat. You know how, you know, you look at someone, you don't, you don't see that they're fat, but I was indeed very, very heavy. My blood pressure was very high and they had to medicate mm-hmm. me. And I just wasn't, I just didn't want that for myself. And I, and I didn't want my, my daughter seeing me in that state thinking that that was, you know, I'm, I'm just, just at, at this time I was, I was just about to turn 40 and, I just didn't want her to think that life ended at 40 and you had to start taking medication and, you know, but life begins at 40, I'm finding out. Uh, you know, once you once you really figure out who you're about and, and, and what you're about, life really begins when you just kind of, you know, you put yourself first, and that's what I had to end up doing. And um, it, it meant losing a lot of dead weight, including uh, an ex-husband, but that was that was for the good. So, um, you know, I felt like it was just time to write to write a lot of women were going through the same things that I was going through, and um, thank God that I had a support system that not only um, my, my biological family, but I had my um, what I call my fit family, and they really helped me through a lot of tough times, uh, you know, while just dealing with weight loss and then, of course, you know, separation and eventual divorce. So it was the story is not for me. It's for the women who are in similar situations that know that they can, they can get this weight off. It's a mental battle before it's a physical battle. Wow, Rhonda, this is Tony. You have just said a mouthful because uh, as we were speaking, and thank you so much for sharing for sharing that with us because sometimes the, the weight is not, like you said, just 
what you see on the scale is what's around you as well, is what's in your, 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 within your inner circle. And sometimes when you shed that weight, you can kind of focus on you and focus on what you have to do because it's, it's hard. It's not easy trying to lose weight after a certain age as, as far mm-hmm. as women are concerned. It gets hard. We, we, it That's does. Right. We, we are... We take care of so many. We are. We have our yes, hands in so many others' lives that sometimes we don't have enough to to carry our own. Right, right. You understand what I'm saying? So we That's thank right. you. But what has been the, the the hardest obstacle, and how were you able to get the women that you that are involved in this to open up and and just share themselves with you as well? Well, you know, I think like minds attract like minds. And so I when I when I decided to do this, I said, okay, well, you know, not everybody is going to be transparent as I am concerning their weight loss because mm-hmm. that's a very private thing. How do you get women to open up? And so thankfully I knew a couple women at the gym that were willing to share their story, but that was only three stories, myself and two other ladies. I wanted some more people that I didn't really know their story, knew that they had lost mm-hmm. weight. So I just kind of did an open call and then and I also reached out to some women and said, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this project, this book project, and, you know, would you be interested? And so I held a call. I let them know what it was about, and we had some, you know, people that were very interested and signed up on day one. So while uh-huh. people didn't come out in droves, you know, I, I initially wanted women and men in the book, but it turned uh-huh. out that it was just all women. And I think that that's, that's a good thing. It turned out to be a good thing because that's who re- really resonates with the book is, is just is women. You know, regardless of mm-hmm. what age you are, what race you are, we have black, white, mixed. I mean, we have, you know, all the races I, I feel are, are mentioned in, the, in, in this book. So um, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the color. Um, you're represented and your story is in this book. You will identify with one woman if not myself, but you'll identify with one woman in this book um, whose whose story Mm -hmm. is going to uh, fit your story. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's powerful. This is Tony once again, and you said something at the top of your interview about not seeing yourself as fat. You know, true friends see you, the real you, and they will let you know um, because you may look in the mirror, like you said, and not see what everyone else sees. You know, that's right. like walking out and having tissue on your feet. Like I have a friend at work, <laughs> and she insists on being the size that she was 10 years ago. I'm like, no, baby girl, you're not. So you need to dress accordingly, <laughs> but you have to say it with love so, it, so it's received. And she said, I said, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just being honest with you because I want you to mm-hmm. put your best foot forward. Right. You know? So it's right. hard. And sometimes you can be in denial. Yes. About and that's what about it really is. Ha- Having having uh, like-minded people around you, if you don't have that type of circle, if you don't have people that, that are going to tell you the truth and, and people that want you to be at your highest and best use, then you need a new circle. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I had to do. I had to cut loose some people um, that were very close mm-hmm. to me. And while it, that, that was kind of a painful process, um, I'm glad that I did it. Because I was able to open mm-hmm. up and see, my gosh, you know, they they didn't really care about me. They cared about what they could get from me. And so it was mm-hmm. only the, the relationship and the exactly. friendship was only it was only benefiting them. So you have to, right. you know, when when you really decide to work on you, and this could be weight loss, this could be mental, this could be emotional. When you really get tired of being sick and tired, you really step back and look at your circle and the people that are in it. 
you can kind of see, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I feel like God will awaken your eyes and, and, and allow you to see people for who they really are. And once you see that, you will make the choice according to your self-worth. Are you worth that? And I feel like I was worth more than people lying and manipulating me, and so I had to change my circle. And that meant even getting rid of dead weight in my marriage, including that person. So no regrets. No regrets on that at all because I'm a I'm, I'm at a better place in my life. Um, yes, I had to start over at age 39, 40, but my gosh, would I have it any other way? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Wow. You can just see the confidence in, in, in how you 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 exhibit yourself, and and I love it. That mind, body, and soul coming to sync with one another. Yes, thank you. Our passion, the passion. For why you do what you do just comes out. Mm-hmm. It really does, and I love it. I love when you come on the show because we always have some awesome, awesome conversations when you're here, and it, it, it's always something that people need. You know, mm-hmm. this, is, this mm-hmm. is something that people need, and it's weight loss for everybody. Weight loss is hard for men sometimes, it's hard for women. Mm-hmm. So just making sure. Now, in that process, how important is it to have your a support system? Oh, it, I mean, if you, yeah, if you do not have a support system, it is going to be, I, I, for me, it's going to be uh, probably doubly um, difficult, if that's, even, if that's even a phrase that, that we can use. I've tried to lose weight my entire life. I've lost 20 here. I've lost, you know, 10, 15 here. But what has happened is that, that I would, uh, would just revert back to the old Rhonda because I didn't have anybody that um, would hold me accountable. The circle that I have now, will keep me, they keep me accountable because they know who I am at my highest and best use, and they, they, they don't want mediocrity for me. When people are okay with average and just getting by, that's not the type of people that you want in your life. You want people that are going to hold you accountable, and your circle is so very important. I know that, you know, you probably see quotes and, and all these type of, of things that say, you know, if you are the uh, the the last broke per- person? In, I mean, if you're the ninth broke person in your circle, or, or all there is is nine people in your circle and they're all broke, you're the tenth person, right? So you gotta you gotta uh-huh. try, try to try to level up, and it's important to have um, people that not only are like-minded, but, I mean, you don't have to have millionaires in your circle, but what are they striving to be? Are they in school? Are they trying to do better for themselves, right? It doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that you're going to always have that, you know, one person that's, that's doing better than the rest, but what are they striving to do? Are they striving to be um, at their highest and best use? And I believe that once you put those type of people in your circle, you know, there's, there is no impossibility at all. There's nothing impossible that you can achieve. Absolutely. That's powerful. Absolutely. Now, Rhonda, if we were sitting here, we were talking about in a year from now, in 2017, and we were talking about your accomplishments um, and um, things that you you wanted to do in 2016, what are some mm-hmm. of the things you would be talking about during that time? For 20, you want, what do I want to do for 2017? Or is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, so what I've accomplished and what what I've I have accomplished in twenty sixteen is what you're is that right. what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. um <laughs> 
One of the one of the first things that uh, I uh, did that I really did not think that I was going to be able to finish is I did um, graduate with my master's degree. I did uh, graduate with my MBA with honors, and um, I, I was very proud of. What's that? Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Rhonda did graduate with her, her master's degree. Um, I, I got rid of, and I know that this is not something very tangible, um, but, you know, I got rid of some dead weight emotionally and physically, uh, and, and that's huge. That was huge for me um, because I can kind of see myself in a, in a different light. I finished, some book, uh, finished this book project. Uh, I've made some new connections. I've advanced in my career. I'm in the career that I, that, that I want to be in. Um, and it's not only enhancing, you know, of course, my, my pocketbook, but it's also enhancing my speaking skills, which I, I feel are, is a gift from, from, from God that I need to enhance and, and continue to use. So I feel like I've accomplished a lot, even though I've had some organized obstacles um, along the way. And, and, and I'm sure that, you know, anybody that has done anything in their life, they're always going to have organized obstacles in their past. So um, I'm, I'm grateful for everything that I've, I've gone through this year and everything that I've accomplished. But um, those things are, are very important to me, and I feel very proud and confident that I was able to, to uh, get through those things. You should be proud. This is Tony. You should be proud because you, you've gotten, you have done so much, and you've done it kind of parallel. So how have you been able to focus and not let one area suffer when you had to give so much attention to another area. How are you yeah, being, how are you able to balance it all? Well, that's that's exactly what it's about. It's about balance, and um, you, you've got to be grounded in something. And for me, I've, I've got to have a higher power that I can go to and lay my burdens at, at and because and just know that I can't do this by myself. Um, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to need to know that either either God either you have me. Or uh, who, or I just don't have it because I can't do this on my own, and uh, you've equipped me mm-hmm. to do some things that I can't really do on my own. So you're just gonna have to take the wheel. But not only my faith, but then I, you know, physically, God knows that you need somebody physically to be there, a shoulder to cry on. So I have an amazing, like I said, mm-hmm. support system. My family is amazing. All my 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 mom, my dad, my brother, um, my daughter, the, you know, the my my special friend that's in my life now. I mean, they they are. Are amazing, my fit family um, that have my back, that check on me when I'm traveling for work, um, making sure that I'm staying on track as far as eating and exercising, that's where the balance comes in and knowing, listen, sometimes you don't get it done all in one day and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You do not have to be superwoman um, regardless of what the media says. You don't have to be superwoman. So laying that down, laying that burden down as well helps me keep focus and keeps balance and, and, and just having fun with life. Like life is to be, you, you got to laugh. It's okay to laugh and just have fun. And sometimes stuff just doesn't get done and it's okay. And it's okay. And that's where my balance comes in. That's awesome. And that leads to my next question. This is Tony Webster again because uh, you shed so many pounds physically, mentally, emotionally. But if you can be 25 once again, what Ooh. would you tell yourself to do differently? <laughs> what would I tell myself differently? Woo-wee. Um, yeah, well, I I don't know if I can get away with saying what I want to, but I I'll be I'll be I'll be clean. Um, that radio, you, know, you can say, say whatever and think Um, I would look at myself and say, before you jump, know yourself. 
Know yourself mm-hmm. before you jump. Know yourself. And just know that, you know, everything is not for you just because it looks appealing and it looks good and it talks good. and it, it Know yourself. Know, it, know your likes okay. and what you don't like. And don't, don't tolerate anything less. The, the, do not wow. tolerate anything less. Know yourself, period. Mm-hmm. And make that make, make judgments and make decisions. Yeah, make decisions based on that. Mm, that's powerful, and that's that's a a word spoken that needs to be received, girl. Thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely. Thank you for allowing me to have the platform to share. So, thank yeah. you. You always have it here on Let's Chat. <laughs> thank we you. We always appreciate. Now, what was the what was the most difficult part about writing this second book? Oh gosh. Um, well, um, being being as transparent as I was, I didn't really want. Uh, most people knew that I was going through a separation, divorce. They didn't know why, and I don't really get into the details much. But it is specified. You know, some. You know, it's kind of assumed what happened um, in the book. But even just. Letting that information out, you you've got to be. There has to be some sort of transparency when you're writing a book, and so allowing that side of me to kind of kind of come out, you know, I kind of had to take a few deep breaths. Um, so that was challenging, and then we ran into some you know some editing challenges, and you know the book was delayed a couple times. So um, you know I got frustrated on on that end, but you know when it when it was time for it to, to finally be released, I felt like it was in in in, in good timing. So um, mm-hmm. the transparency and, and the editing pro- probably were the most greatest challenges that, that uh, we had. Mm-hmm. Those Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, we always like to do fun, um, fun questions. <laughs> so if you can write an anthology of, on any topic, what would it be? Ooh. Okay, and staying in the fun realm. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, I'm I'm gonna have to uh modify my, my answers because we don't wanna be but gosh, if I had to write an anthology, listen guys, uh there was a reason why I was borderline obese. So maybe I would be writing about food and sex. Mm-hmm. I can can I say that? Can I say food and sex? You can say anything you want. <laughs> so I don't know if that would be a, a combined story, or maybe that'd be two individual books. But it'd be interesting to write a book about food and sex, or um, sex and food, mm-hmm. whichever. Um, I, because I think that there's a there's a love for for both of those. Um, I love food and and the other one too. So um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said I could say I know what that's I want, right. You so know, food. I'm being transparent. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> food can invoke such intense feelings, so you know they do go Absolutely. hand in hand. It's they like do. the egg before the chicken. So that's you, right. You can take it any way you want and make it <laughs> make it as powerful as you want and, and powerful. Absolutely. If I can add that word in there as well. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> Absolutely. They both satisfy a need. Um, and a warrant, mm-hmm. sometimes a desire. So um, they they almost go hand in hand. They almost go hand in hand. And a necessity as well. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. They're there for you to survive as well as to survive. That's right. That's right. 
That's right. That's right. Now, I want to swing back to the book real fast because a lot of people are they're trying to lose weight. It's the end of the year, so you know they got their resolutions mm-hmm. um, for weight loss. What would you say five do's and don'ts of weight loss? Give me five do's, do's and don'ts. And don'ts. Okay, um, definitely do get a support system before you start because you're going to need, you know, somebody to lean on, get an accountability party. Even if you don't have a group of women, get an account- at least one person that's going to hold you accountable. Um, do switch it up. Don't always do the same routine. Change your environment. Um, do reward yourself for every single pound that you lose that, it, you know, it takes over 3,000 calories for you to burn off one pound. So do reward yourself. Um, do buy cute clothes to work out in, okay? Nobody says you had to go and look all rough at the gym or wherever you work out. Do buy those, those nice clothes, uh, those, those cute outfits, because when you feel good, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to perform well. Um, gosh, let's say some don't, don't beat yourself up and don't get on the scale every single day. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't beat yourself up if you lose, if you gain a pound or you gain two pounds. Just no, just you know, mm-hmm. just correct your mistake and come back next week. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, don't compare yourself to other people. I think that's huge. Your body type, my body type, they're, they're two different things. So don't compare yourself um, when you're when you're starting this weight loss journey. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, I, think, I, I, I can't think of any more, but I think that those are a good start as far as do's and don'ts are concerned. Um, don't think that – also, when I, when I started my weight loss journey, um, make sure that you don't eat whatever you want just because you worked out hard. Let's say you, you had a great hour workout and you sweated until all your clothes are just dripping with, with, with sweat. Don't feel like you can go and just eat whatever you want because – it, they don't counteract each other. They, you don't you don't get to eat what you want just because you had a great workout. Doesn't doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. And do realize that yeah. the majority of the weight loss that you're going to lose is going to be done in the kitchen. That's where your weight loss is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's real talk right there. Mm-hmm. That is real talk. And we thank you for sharing that. Now, um, I just have uh, I want uh, I have a question before you leave the chat room. And uh, you have you have given us so much to to work with and to think about and to to absorb in our mind, body, and our soul. But given all that you've gone through, Rhonda, what do you consider to be your greatest virtue? Oh, um, I, I would I would probably say resiliency, um, the ability to just bounce uh-huh. back. Regardless of what life throws at me, I'm I'm just able to bounce back. It's just like that, um, that little uh, buoy out there in the middle of the ocean. How you you can try to like dunk it, try to sink it, it just keeps floating back to the top. And I just credit I just credit God for that. I don't I don't know what He put in me to allow me to bounce back like that because there are many times that I really just want to throw in the towel, and um, uh-huh. He just He just He just He just makes us like that. That we're just resilient and um. And I just I just thank him for the resiliency that he's placed in me that others can see and and um, I just lead by example. So um, I've had some uh-huh. resilient people in my life 
my mom, my dad, my brother, um, who showed me the way. And so um, I don't have a choice but to be resilient and uh, raising my daughter to be resilient. So I love that verse right there because yeah. a lot of a lot of us can can you know take that and run with it and make it our mm-hmm. own. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Brenda, mm-hmm. for all of those authors that may be starting out, they might be frustrated. What are some advice? What What is some advice that you would give um, to new and upcoming authors, or even just authors that are contemplating quitting? Um, you can't sit on your story. Because the story that you have, um, someone needs your story, and you you can't you can't procrastinate. Somebody needs mm-hmm. what you're what you're offering, and you're holding um, you're, you're you're holding something amazing. So don't please don't sit on your story. It doesn't matter how mm-hmm. minute you feel like your story is. It doesn't you know it doesn't matter how little you feel like of the impact you're, you're making. Your story is going to impact somebody. It's going to impact their lives in in such a way that if you don't share your story, that person, it may turn out negative for that person. So please don't sit on your story. Mm. Just keep pushing. Even mm. if you write one chapter at a time, one paragraph at a time, one, one line at a time, just keep, just, keep, just keep going. Keep pushing. Those are some wonderful words of wisdom, but thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. You're welcome. Now, shout out to social media sites uh, so that our listeners can follow you. And if you have anything else that uh, you have coming up, like a book signing or or an event, that they can come out and, and meet you and, and be encouraged. So shout those things out if you can. Sure, sure. Um, I have two websites. Um, um, obviously, my, Rhonda Nails is where you're going to find most of my information about, you know, who I am, what I do. You'll also find the books. But if you directly just want to go and get the, the, the uh, books, they are available in print and on Amazon Kindle. Um, and you can go to mm-hmm. organizedobstacles.com, and uh, you'll be able to find the links uh, to Amazon to buy both uh, the print copy and the Kindle copy. Um, <clears throat> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you'll find me at Rhonda Nails. All my handles are Rhonda Nails, that's, and that's how you'll find me online. Um, so the easiest thing to do is probably just to go to rondanails.com and just uh, click on my social media channels there, but they're, they're the same across all the platforms. Uh, book signing is coming, but I don't have a, uh, um, I haven't solidified a date. Um, we're, we're thinking late January, but it's, it's going to be at the gym that I am at. I'm, I'm currently uh, a member of P-Squared Fitness here in Durham, North Carolina. Um, but if they just stay uh-huh. tuned to uh, my social media channels, that, that information will be uh, posted up there probably after the holidays. All right. Well, you got some great things lined up. So, you know, we wish you all the best. And, you know, this platform is always here. Should you need it, just let us know. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share. Thank we you for sharing. We anytime. Congratulations on your graduation. You know, we wish Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, and much success to the, to the program. Thank you. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You have a great evening. You do the same. Thank you, ladies. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, Lee, I love her energy and, and all the things that Every she had to share time. with us. Yes. Every time she comes on, it's always an awesome, mm-hmm. awesome show. Love it. And, you know, Lee, 
sometimes somebody just listening to someone uh, and all the, the the journey that they have taken, and especially Rhonda, it encourages you. It, it makes you sit back and think, oh wow, you know, she she went through so much and she sounds so confident. And and let me pick this book up because I just need that spark. Sometimes you just need that spark just to get you going. And she had, she provided a matchbook full of sparks, girl. Yes, she did. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come right back with another fabulous mind, body, and soul guest that is sure to take your breath away. Okay, we're going to play a little bit of Blue Molly exclusive. So hold on there. Lisa and I will be right back. This your boy, Yo Gotti. Gotti. Like I was just <laughs> <laughs> I 
can't have you getting lost, Lee. You can't have you getting lost. <laughs> you multitasking over yeah. there. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have our next guest up, Miss Colleen Williams. We're going to bring her into the chat room. Hi, Colleen. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? We are good. Thank we you for joining crazy. us tonight. You're more than welcome. Now, for all of those that don't know who you are, please tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. My name is Colleen Williams, and I'm an author. Two books. One who feels it knows it, and the second one is called the most recent one is called Stop, and it's just putting a stop to domestic violence and sexual abuse. My first mm-hmm. book is basically about every single thing that I went through, being abandoned, homeless, single parenting, it's just every single thing. But the second one that was just released in October is focusing more on domestic violence and sexual abuse only. Mhm. Because after a string of bad, failed relationships, I had to, I don't know how to explain it, but I had to, like, let people know what I was going through. And plus, November was Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so I just wanted to, you know, no, October, sorry. I just wanted to launch that, you know, and I wanted to put a stop to everything. Perfect timing, perfect name, perfect month. You know, that's what I that's what I'm about, domestic violence, sexual abuse. And I've been a victim of both. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to teach women where where I came from, what I've been through, how I got out, and they can do the same. Mhm. Those are two powerful issues to, to, to tackle. Um I know and, and even more so when you live through it. So how how was it? Writing and and writing these two books, knowing that you had to face some things that you had went through in your in your in your past. You know, I love the second book more. I talk more about that because I get to sit down and explain. Because you know, the first book is called "Who Feels It Knows It." I'm the one that felt it, mm-hmm. so I know it. And a lot of people like to just talk. They think they know everything, but I know what I went through. So I took my time and I sat down and I just had to let people know where what I just came out of. You know, people just see me smiling and they're just like, why is she always happy? No one knew I was married three times. No one knew I was getting beat down, gun pulled to my head by my mm-hmm. husbands that I was married to. So I'm like, yeah. you know what, I'm going to have to say what I have to say. And I love it because I took my time. I wrote letters to my abusers because I never get a chance to talk. When you're in it, you're being knocked mm-hmm. down. You can't answer back, you know. So now I got away. I get to write that letter, thank you, because if you didn't knock me down, I would not be able to stand back up and tell these women mm-hmm. what I've been through. If you didn't kick me mm-hmm. out your house, I would not be able to be where I am today. So I really, really thank them for what they did. Glad they didn't kill me, but, you know, it just mm-hmm. give me that strength to keep going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Colleen, you Absolutely. said something powerful about not being able to speak because they don't let you have a voice. They they want to override everything. And sometimes right. 
when you're denied that chance to speak, you tend to hold everything in. So in addition to the outer turmoil that you're going through, that inner turmoil is just as strong because you don't have a release for it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Colleen, what was the most difficult part of writing this book? <laughs> the whole book was difficult, but I had to do it. Till today, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. I sometimes I can't believe I did it, but I did it. I just every day I thank God that I'm alive. I'm here. Like wow, I got out of that. Like it's difficult for me now because when I was launching the book, the ending of October, you know, I just kept posting, 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 and. My third, the third one I was married to, keep in mind, one was a deacon, one was a minister, and one was uh, something of the church. So the third one, exactly. So the third one I was married to, a friend of his and mine, we stayed in touch. Everything I posted, she was telling him. So I'm in Boston. He left Ohio to come to Boston at my door to finish what he was going to do in Ohio last year. So it's like it just kept going, kept going, kept going. And as we speak, we're still in court. You know, so it's kind of, I'm not mad, I'm not sad. It just goes to show how strong I am. I got away, but I don't know what his problem is. Like, I guess you want to finish whatever he started, but the hardest part was leaving that one and being able to forgive. That was the hardest Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. And were you able to, for yourself, have a counseling um, to help you kind of sort through um, a lot of things? You know what? I never have counseling. Never. When me, by me healing other women, that's my counseling. Once I'm helping somebody, I'm helping myself. Because not to be rude, I already told these therapists, like, 45 minutes a week with you is not going to fix a lifetime of pain that I went through because they just want to sit there and talk and just keep talking and talking and see you next week. And they ask the same Mm -hmm. thing all the time. It's never, Mm -hmm. what are we going to do now? Or let's work on this now. Now what? They never Mm -hmm. work on that. So I, 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 I I pray. I'm a firm believer in God. So I'm good. Mm -hmm. I read, I say to myself, I mind my business. I'm single. I choose to stay single until I'm ready because every move one of these guys make, I just feel they're about to do something. So let me just pull back and although they could be the good one, I don't trust anyone right now. So Well, you need to heal inside and out. This is Tony exactly. coming because, you know, you have to heal in order for you to be receptive to any kind of, you know, relationship. It sounds like you have gone the gamut. <laughs> and, and people that I you know, look at and yeah. think that they would never do something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, right in this book, what are some of if if someone is listening that is going through um, domestic or sexual abuse? What are some of the things that you would? Uh, some advice that you would give them if they're trying to figure out what they need to do next? 
For domestic violence, if you're in it, you need to get out. A lot of people think it's, I mean, you know, we can say what we want, get out. It's not that easy. Some of us, because they was asking me, why did I stay? Why did I stay? It's not that I wanted to stay. Sometimes we just cannot leave. I was in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody there. And that's what these men do. Mm -hmm. They like to isolate you. So it's just you by yourself. So it's just like when you're crying, screaming, and you need help, you have no one to run to. So get away as soon as you can. Call 911. Tell a friend. From June till last week, I lost 34 women, and I'm still counting to domestic violence. The most oh, wow. recent one, the most recent one was on Thanksgiving Day, and these are women that I help. These are women that I speak to all the time. They call me at two in the morning, and I'm talking to them. And in two days, they will call me. Be like, Empress, yes. Oh, Daddy just killed mommy. Like it's nothing. Oh Some gosh. women I try to help, and it's like, well, I stay because of the money. I stay because he has a big, uh. I stay because of, there's no reason oh. you need to stay in a relationship if he's beating you like that. There's no reason, none. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I pray, I pray, I pray, I beg them to get out, leave, find a shelter, mm-hmm. find somebody. It's it's very serious, you know, it's it's very, very serious. The Thanksgiving it one hit me really, really hard. Yeah, the Thanksgiving murder, it hit me hard. Like, they just call me like mm-hmm. it's nothing. And I was just in a chat room talking to her. And I was telling mm-hmm. her to leave. And the other woman was telling her to stay. I was like, you know what, mm-hmm. I'm done. And then I got the phone call, and I'm just like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. they, some, of them think, some of them really think it's a joke, you know, but I, I don't find it funny at all. It's not. It's really, really not. Wow. What you oh, just wow. said just really touched me. That just that just hit me deep, Colleen. That this hit me Tony. hard. Now, it's, oh, and I don't even know the woman, and it hit me hard. <laughs> I know. Now, Colleen, what would you tell some of the, to our listeners? You know, they say, oh, it would never, I would never get that far. He would never hit me that far. What would you say are some of the initial triggers that should alert you to, to something is not right. You need to, to check this. You need to, to step back. What triggers can you tell our listeners to look out for? You know, I know we all saw Maury when those men are controlling, and I'm sitting here in my living in my room. Oh, he would never do that to me. He would, uh-huh, he would never mm-hmm. do what, and he did it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was a victim three times. So the little triggers is when they start yelling for no random, for no reason. Or they try to mm-hmm. spark up an argument just for them to leave and go do something. Every, they just, there's a lot of broken men out here. And a lot of women don't understand that. A lot of men are broken and they trip. Whatever it is, they trip. If they don't have things their way, they trip. Not all men. I can't speak for all men. But you've got to know the warning signs. If he's constantly yelling, if he's calling you names, if he's degrading you, if he's disrespecting you, constantly putting his hands on you, drinking, smoking weed, getting high, hitting you. I'm sorry, baby. Then you come back and do the same exact thing. Like you can't say you're sorry today, make up sex, and then everything is fine tomorrow. He's going to find something else to just, some men, I don't know, and some women stay because they feel like, oh, he loves me. If he don't hit me, he loves me. I hear that so many times. I want to just fly through the phone and be like, love not supposed to hurt. 
Love doesn't come with a black eye. Love doesn't come with a busted lip. Love doesn't come with no hospital visits, you know? And women got to realize that. And another thing that really triggers these men is women. Trust me, I speak to women and I speak to men. You know when a man is like, okay, I'm done, I'm not arguing, and I walk away, and the woman comes Mm -hmm. right behind him and pointing their finger in their face, and they keep going and going and going, that triggers Mm -hmm. the men. So when he says, stop, leave me alone, stop, leave him alone. Give him time to cool off. Give him a couple of days. And neither one of y'all are professionals, so go look for somebody professional to speak to to try to mend it. Because they can't do it on their own. Uh Wow. Absolutely. So we were sitting here a year from now, and we were talking about your accomplishments for for 2016. What are some of the things that uh, we will be speaking about um, as far as goals that you really want to achieve? Right now, I do a few speaking engagements, prisons, jails, shelters, you know, battle women shelters, I do a lot of those. So for 2017, I want to continue doing that. I want to continue speaking. It's not really books. It's not about the sales. It's about the message. Um, my son had made me a sweatshirt just out of love, and it's just everybody wants one now. You know, so that's really mm-hmm. starting to, to go. So I'm going to try to start marketing that, you know, like a sweatshirt, T-shirt. I did some keychains and some lip gloss. And the reason why, the mm-hmm. keychain that says stop is when you're on your own, you're independent. When you have the keychain on your key, that's independence. That's you feeling good about yourself that you made it out there on your own. And the lip, mm-hmm. lip gloss, it also says stop on it. And when you look in the mirror to see how beautiful you are. So all that significance with domestic violence that, you know, so I want to keep pushing that. I want to keep pushing the message that, we are women. We're beautiful. We do not deserve to be hit. And after we come out of a domestic violence relationship, we can still be who we want to be. That Nothing is going to stop us. Just keep going. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Now, Colleen, what, what would you say is the most memorable experience you had um, writing your book? What has What stands out the most to you on your journey to writing this book? The um the, the 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 best thing I did the thing I love about the book is forgiveness because there was no way I was gonna forgive any one of them for what they did and mm-hmm. I didn't understand you have to understand I lost all faith in God because these are men from the church so they said a man that brings you closer to God is a man to keep if this is what y'all have to offer then I'm all set so. Mm-hmm. I had to go to church. I had to pray. I had to ask God for forgiveness. And that's what got me where I am today. Because if I didn't forgive them, I would never be able to continue with this journey. And that was my best part of it, just learning to forgive and learning to move on, learning to live my life and just know that I deserve better. And I'm going to wait until mm-hmm. I find better. hmm I think that's the hardest part, Colin. This is Tony. I think that's the hardest part. But once you do the forgiveness part, I mean, but once you do it and you give that forgiveness, 
even if they're not receptive of it, you have put it out there, and it's such a weight that's lifted off of you that it allows exactly. you to go on to move on and, and, yep. and to move on and 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 start the healing for you. Exactly. Absolutely. Now, what was the, outside of helping others, what are some of the other things that you feel that help you work through um, just some of the baggage? Because everybody has baggage. But some, mm-hmm. you have that, you know, when you have that baggage, especially uh, because it develops a trust issue, mm-hmm. how are you able, what kind of You know, it's 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 amazing. Like I, that's where the the word that broken man thing comes in, because I know what I've been through, and somewhere I saw it says hurt people hurt people. I don't like that because I've been hurt, but I still don't hurt anybody. You know, and mm-hmm. with me even trying to move on, like I was just <laughs> recently in a relationship talking to someone. We were friends for a whole year. He saw what I went through, so we decided to be in a relationship. And when mm-hmm. I tell you in 24 hours he decided to raise his voice, I just gave him a look like, are you for real? Let's go back to being friends. Mm-hmm. So right there, it's just like I see the sign. I, I, I just know, like, listen, I worked too hard to get to where I am, and I'm not trying to mm-hmm. go back there again. I did the forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I did the healing. My favorite spot is Barbados. So I go to Barbados. I sit by the water. I stay to myself. I do what I have to do to come back to, to be me, to be Colleen, mm-hmm. to be ready for the world, and to have another man put me through what I just came out of. I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not doing it. No way. Not me. You've been there, done that. Colleen, this, this yes. is Tony. Now, you mentioned that you, you, you have a son. How difficult has it been going through what you've gone through and, and have a child um, and, and, and wonder and hope that, you know, he sees the good that men can be? Well, the wonderful part of this, <laughs> people trying to figure out how did that happen. So mm-hmm. I live in Boston, right? So first time I got married, I was in Trinidad with my son. When my son, when when husband number one decided he wanted to put his hands on me, and my son jumped mm-hmm. up and said, Mommy, are you okay? That was the last man my son ever saw me with. Ever. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. escaped that one, and then whatever I did after that, my son was in Boston, and I moved and I was with them. My son never met the second one or the third one. He never I'm not putting my son through that. I'm I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. Right. I don't want him to think that's how you're supposed to treat women. But right. how God works is my son is a dancer. He was heading to Atlanta Wednesday night. And Wednesday night was the same night the third one decides to come up here and try to kill me. So, again, God wow. saved that. My son didn't see anything. He left and and each, while he was in Atlanta, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all those was when the drama was going on. And as soon as my son came back, everything calmed down. 
So my son never gets to see anything. He still hasn't read my book. He still hasn't read my mm. book. I'm not hiding nothing from him. It's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, you know, he hears me talk. He, he goes to some of my shows. He sees me dance. He hears me speak. But I don't think he knows how tragic it was. <laughs> Right, until he, if he reads the book. <laughs> exactly. He can read it. He's 21 now. He can read it, but I guess he chooses not to. Mm-hmm. That's hard, though. Wow. You know, yeah, just to, when a son knows that he's going through some pain and, and there's nothing they can do or go back and do, that's hard. Mm-hmm. I leave them to God. I truly do. Like, I, I couldn't, I, I never, I didn't believe in God, but I leave them to God. I forgive and I every day ask God, you know, you can take care of them, not me. It's just like God said, vengeance is mine, leave them to me. So it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts every day. I'm like, I did this. I went through this. Like, really? Like, for real? It, it's mm-hmm. every day, every single day. I, I still can't believe it, but I'm alive, you know? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, Colleen, tell us and our listeners what you have coming up next. And after that, I want you to share your social media sites with everyone so they can follow you and, and be empowered by by the revelation that you have shared with us. Um, what I have. Uh-huh. I think she's lost. What do you have coming up? <laughs> you okay, Lisa, over there? I know. Yeah, <laughs> um, so what I have coming up is I'm working on a book called Looking Back is yeah, Looking Back is not an option. And it's just a Ooh. positive side about, you know, just anything, you know, just a lighter version of what I've been through. Like, you know, when you going forward, you don't mm-hmm. look back. You've been in an abusive relationship, you don't look back. You're in a new relationship, you don't tell this man what you've been through. He's not that man. Everything now mm-hmm. is just positive. You stay, now that you're out of it, what now? Everything is just positive, a lighter version of the pain. And now I'm actually seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, so mm-hmm. that's what I'm working on next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking back is not an option. I like that title. And share your social media sites with us and how they can follow you. So my uh, Facebook is Colleen Williams, simple. Um, Twitter is mm-hmm. Empress Colleen. Instagram, Empress Colleen. And that's all I have for now. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. there you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we so appreciate you sharing yourself with us, Colleen, uh, and, 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 and just being upfront and personal with us. You know, that's that's uh, also part of the healing process when you can sit and talk about it and reflect yeah. on, on your journey. So we so appreciate you. And it's not always easy. You know, that's just the, the, the evidence of the strength that you have gained in your, and it, it empowers you as well. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate you. And you know that you are welcome back any time. Especially when that next mm-hmm. book comes out. I love that title. <laughs> Definitely, <Me too>. of course. 
Take Looking so back well. is not an option. <laughs> well, Kylie, yep. you enjoy the rest of your evening, and you stay strong, sister. You, you know, Lisa and I are here. And uh, please keep us informed of, of what you have coming up, okay? I, I sure will. Thank you, ladies. Have a good night. Please help her find her way out of wherever she's at. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna get there. Yeah. She's gonna get there. Okay, <laughs> Thank honey. you so good night, much, Colleen. You are welcome. <laughs> good night. Good night. Oh man, Lisa, we have had a really phenomenal mind, body, and soul show tonight. From all different yes, angles. Some awesome guests. I love when our guests come on and they're able to just share their world and their space with us. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Make sure you guys join us next week. We'll be back here. Uh, we have a great show. Just a reminder that next week is our last show of the year. We're going to wrap up on Friday night, December 16th. I can't believe it's the middle of December already. But make sure you guys join us. And, uh, Leash, I hope you find your way, girl. <laughs> And you have a great evening. She made it. Yay. I know. It was a little touch and go for a minute here. (laughs) So make sure you guys have a great night, and we will talk to you guys next week. Yes. Good night. Good night, everybody.